Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how Arizona iced tea is actually made in Canada. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It's, uh, Where, it's, why do they call it Arizona? Uh, I don't know, but the headquarters are in New York, so... But it's made in Canada. Made in Canada. Huh. It's the headquarters are in New York. Um, also, fun fact, Arizona also <laughs> distributes uh, packed trays of tortilla chips products, consisting of nachos and cheese and salsas in chips like and but just in okay isn't I'm that lost. weird I don't know. I guess. Arizona tea makes nachos and oh, cheese. Oh, Arizona okay. tea meant the state. I was like, no, no, no. 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 Arizona I mean, tea makes... It's a fairly heavy Hispanic state. I would think they would make nachos there. No, well, I mean, well, I'm really not sure that many people actually eat nachos, but a, okay. A company <laughs> called Arizona Tea with a headquarters in New York City. Making stuff in making Canada. Making stuff in Canada. Makes nachos. Makes nachos into sweet tea. That's what Canada's. Well, the more we you apologize, know. listeners. This part should have been edited. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, they're in Canada, so maybe they should do like venison do, tea. Do you feel like do you, venison tea? Really? Yeah. Do you feel like when Michael says "fun fact," you automatically assume it's not going to be? That I absolutely, yeah, it's, I absolutely it's, do. it's very fun. <laughs> is it? Is that where we landed on that? So All let's right. do roll call. Uh, Brad, are you here? I'm present. Matthew, I'm present. Michael, present. Every week, every week. Creeper. All right. Um, you are a creeper. <laughs> this week. In case our listeners haven't figured that out yet. All right. Uh, We're broadcasting this week from the bayou that is Matt's living room. <laughs> I turned the air down. Lord, it's I like a swamp in here. It's getting bitten by four mosquitoes. I think I just saw Kermit the Frog walk by. <laughs> Jeez. Brad now has Zika virus. No kidding. Um, Zika virus. <laughs> Hey, that's funny. We should make fun of a disease that kills people. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Way to go. You're the worst. I am the worst. <laughs> hey, let's talk about uh, what we're drinking. But before we get into what we're drinking, um, this round tonight is on Brian Kellogg, a, a supporter of ours on Patreon. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Love Brian. your cornflakes, homie. You can hit up Brian. I would think he's in on the joke by now. Um, but you can hit him up on uh, on Twitter, at the underscore flakes. So. <laughs> nice. Well That's done. totally great. Yes. Yeah, so well thank done. you, Brian, for our lovely Bruce. We're actually going to laugh if he actually is like part of the Kellogg like family. The, I'm guessing he's sending me like Frosted Flakes and stuff. Man, I haven't had those forever. Send me boxes of Frosted Flakes. That'd be much appreciated. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. you could go pay $3 at the store. Yeah, I could. But, or he flakes. could just send them to me. We've got people in the giving mood right now for the podcast. Let's see if we can get some cornflakes out of it. Oh, I just realized I still haven't sent coffee cubes off to uh, <laughs> Nathan. Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> I am. Will you remind me to do that? Hey, yeah. Okay. All right. Text. Hey, when you listen to this podcast later tonight, this part should be done. <laughs> That's a good point. Remember that that this is when okay. That, we'll do. That'll be the time for you Fair to get this. Fair enough. Yeah. Go cubes. All right, Michael. What are you drinking? Hey, I am drinking um, fa- 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 Fountain Square Brewing Company's um, Soul Ride. It's an India Indiana. It's it's an India Pale Ale. I promise. But it's I made in Indiana. It's made in Indiana. Though. It is in Indiana. It's an Indiana pale ale. Ooh. Yeah, India pale ale. Um, it says bring science to the art of brewing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. It's 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 a little bit too uh, citrusy, and it says to serve it at thirty-seven degrees. Wasn't quite there. Really. <laughs> yeah, that might make a difference. I feel like it, it was at 42 and it just ruined the whole thing. This is why I should read the label before we do yes, the process. Yeah, so, like, oh, so you man. chill it enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a good. And then I also have a, another six foot blonde uh, from yeah. Coiffon as my backup. Here. That was last week, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I bought a four pack, so it's good, good stuff, man. It is good. Yeah. 
It's not bad. Yeah, six up one's good. Matt, what do you have? Uh, I have the White Reaper uh, from Evil Check Brewery in Mishawaka, Indiana. It's so, called Evil Check. It's called it? Evil Check. Is in is in Czechoslovakia. C Z E C H. Evil Check. It's the best beer country on the planet. From is, yeah, they do make good beers. Czech, what state's Czech, that from? It's from Mishawaka, Indiana, Indiana. Indiana. Oh. which is up near South Bend. It's next time up there for work. Yeah, yeah we. I've dri- I know place. I've driven by. I've driven by this. <laughs> it's on Main Street. I know I've driven by it. Um, and it's a, it's a white IPA. Um, it's brewed with honey, coriander, Orangefield, real lemongrass. It's really freaking good. Yeah, if you can get your hands on that, about four. It's it. about it's four sixteen ounce pint cans. The big pint cans. For like ten bucks, yeah, so it's not really horrible. Good. Not bad. Horribly priced, yeah. I like, uh, and they have it here in town. Actually. I like honey and beer. It's good. It's really, it really is pretty yeah, tasty. It's nice. And the cans are they're they're. Uh, what do you call it their logo? Yeah, it's really sweet looking. And the can, their can design. They have a couple different brews at the corner liquor store, <laughs> corner liquor store in town, the Big Red, and uh, their cans are really well designed. Mm. Like they're just they're yeah. really cool looking. So really catches the eye. It does. It does. I judge a book by its cover. I also yep. judge a beer by its can. So yeah, Brad, what do you got there, buddy? Okay, I am drinking uh, the Rogue Brewery from Oregon. Their Chipotle Ale. Does uh, it taste like tacos? It tastes like Chipotle's. Um, Wait, so Chipotle is a thing. Yeah, yeah Chipotle's are pepper. real. Do you not know that? It's a smoked jalapeno. I'm not That's big on the is. peppers. I've grown them in my garden. Chipotle's are smoked jalapenos in adobo sauce. Anyway. What, what's adobo sauce? It's a, I'm sorry. God, what what the hell is do, adobo no, sauce? Look at freaking Google it. Jeez. <laughs> so, anyway, it's a... Fun fact. It's, yeah, Michael's the dumb kid in the room. <laughs> so, anyway, I really like this. Matt did not. It's okay. I I, I think I might have to... Do I, I will say I like it. I'm not sure... I mean, I'm going to drink it anyway because it's already poured and I paid for it. Yeah. But... Uh, I'm not sure that you want a one pint six fluid ounces of it. Yeah, it's a lot um, all at once. But it's I like it. It's really super smoky. Like it really tastes yeah. kind of like a Chipotle really pepper. All right. Um, I feel like I feel like a flight. Michael, you did like a this, like a six ounce flight of that maybe. Yeah. Like, like I feel like that might be okay, but that's <laughs> Michael's not on board. That tastes like <laughs> it tastes like a smoky Chipotle yeah, pepper. It, it tastes like a nacho taco. Urine is what it mm. is. Like. Is that what it was? I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't get the urine. Flavor I didn't really get there. the uric acid flavor in there, yeah. but okay. It's, yeah, I like it. That's pepper. It is, it is uh, smoky. And so peppery. one one out of three on this. Enjoyed it. One out of three would sort of recommend. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. One, out <laughs> one out of three would recommend it. Small doses. So uh, since you were mocking me for um, <laughs> everything for the for the for the questions <laughs> I was asking about. Uh, chipotles and whatever what was it and what did you say adobe adobo sauce. adobo sauce yeah so fun fact uh for our listeners out there um when we were <laughs> talking again, about not a fun fact when we were talking Spoiler about our, alert <laughs> we were talking about our format before we started this podcast one of the and it still may come but the the one of the segments was going to call was going to be called Michael asks a stupid question. <laughs> Turns out that's the whole Turns podcast. Turns out we really do that every week. Yeah, so. that's, that's the whole podcast. Michael asks a stupid question slash Michael makes a stupid observation slash Michael sings a dumb song from yeah. the nineties. Yeah, that's like you, every podcast. You know, I have a thing. It's you, a thing. You do have a thing. You have yeah. a few things. Really. Yeah, um, you do. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, can I? Let, no, shut up. No, no, no. no, 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 no I want to tell 
something happened today that I want to share with everybody. I shared with Brad. He was on the phone at the time. Did you poop your pants? No, I did not poop my pants. For once, <laughs> no, I did, I've seen it happen. With for once, I did not poop my pants. So I was loose in the stool. For once. Um, so I drove up to Michigan City, Indiana, which is about three hours. It's literally on the lake. It's a literally, literally on Lake Michigan for a job today. So it was the only job I had, the only call I had. So I got done. I was literally five minutes from Lake Michigan. So I drove up to the beach. And I was like, you know what? I've got time. I'm going to go relax for a little bit. I walked on the beach a little bit. I walked out to the lighthouse. It was very relaxing. And I'm in a point in my life where I'm trying to find more, trying to find more ways where I can sort of be at peace with things, experience things, enjoy things for what they are, be in the moment, be enlightened, be all zen, whatever you want to call it. This is one of those moments. So I have this moment. I'm there for like 40, 45 minutes, just chilling out, watching the lake, enjoying myself. So I get in my car and I start driving back home. <laughs> and then you pooped your pants? No, no, this does not involve fecal matter. I did no. not, I did not shout myself. You're a dick. And so, so I call, so I call Brad. Or Brad calls me and calls me an effing, calls me an effing traitor because I sent him a picture from the beach. So we end up talking for a little bit. I'm getting ready to get on I-94 to head towards Chicago to get on 65. It's like talking to a ball of rage. So I know. So so I'm talking to him and I'm like, oh no, like traffic's backed up, and I'm like, oh crap, dude, I'm never gonna get home. Well, it was traffic heading east, so I'm okay. So I get on the ramp to get on I-94. And I get behind. Now, when you get on the interstate, actually, let me stop. I think there are a lot of times where people put pastors and people in leadership and people in some kind of spiritual authority on pedestals and think, oh, these guys have got it together. They know what they're talking about. They've experienced these wonderful things. There's somebody I can listen to. Let me just assure you, dear listener, that that's is why not you the case. should not listen to Matt. Do Matt. not ever listen to me. And I'm going to just, that's. You'll understand why in about 15 seconds. All right. So I get on the ramp to I-94 immediately. Now, when you get on the ramp to an interstate, you want to be going as fast as you possibly can to get on the interstate so you don't get run over by a semi. And this is I-94 towards Chicago, so there are semis everywhere. I get behind a car, a Jeep Liberty, that is going 20 miles an hour on the ramp. They keep in mind the whole time I'm on the phone with him. He's like, oh, shit, man. Come on. Get oh, going. What the hell is going on? Get going. And I am literally Hit the losing freaking. it. I'm yeah. laughing so hard. Now, I'd like to think that I was exaggerating because Brad was on no, the phone. No, he's not exaggerating. But I would really be like that normally. I yeah. thought about that later on. So this, this person finally gets on the interstate and finally hits the accelerator, and I blow around him. And I look over, and not only do they have a handicap plate on their car, it's a lady that's about 70 years old, some little <laughs> sweet lady. And I, I, I was like, oh, God, Brad, I just passed a little lady, and I'm just screaming curse words at her. And oh, Brad goes, so and hard. Brad says, this is God telling you, oh, wait, you're a shithead. <laughs> so, dear listener, just know that we, we do not have it together. Hashtag Matt is the worst. That's, uh, that's and, going on the list. And you know what? If that's what the, I am fine with that. <laughs> I have this wonderful Zen moment, this wonderful enlightened moment on the beach where I'm enjoying life, and enjoying the moment. The senior and citizen. then I yelled at a senior citizen on the interstate because she wasn't going fast. Just it's all about those mountaintops and valleys, bro. It is, apparently. <laughs> and there were many on the way home because I gave the finger to a trucker because he tried to run me off the road. Because that helps. Yeah. It really does. It and solves gave, all the problems. And I gave the finger to somebody in town because they beeped at me at a green light because I was trying to see if anybody was going to hit me or not. And it turned out to be another older lady. Like, apparently, I'm just into flipping <laughs> off and yelling at old people. 
Matt I, hates old people. Apparently that's the case. <laughs> so, just so you know, there are three people in this room, and two of them are okay people. One of them is a complete giant dick. <laughs> I'm going to let you decide which one that yeah, is. Yeah, I think, we, I think they've got that. I think they've got no. the points. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to Newsfeed. Before to we that. get into no, Newsfeed. Oh, for God's no, sake. Well, this is good. This is, is a correction. I screwed up last week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So the guy who designed our, um, our, our, our beautiful new logo... Nathan Miller West. I called him Nathan Miller. He goes by both. It's it's casual. But I also wanted to say... <laughs> I casually um, go by Matt Polly. Well, you know. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, know Nathan Miller West. Uh, I, I definitely wanted to point you to a couple of his uh, his his uh, way to get a hold of him. Because he does yeah. awesome work if you need yes, some work does. done. Fantastic. Hit him up. So, facebook.com slash N-A-M... Way design, Nam Way design, so N A M W A Y design. So hit him up on Facebook.com/slash Nam Way design and on Twitter at Nam Way design. Great dude. Um, Have him do work for you so he can pay for us to come out to Oregon. Yes, <laughs> yes. Pay, pay for. Yes. Or just send us a bunch of money on Patreon so we can go out to Oregon. All of us need a vacation. Yeah, we need a vacation to Oregon. Um, I was thinking about going on vacation to uh, Star Wars uh, Celebration in next Ooh, year. That sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds awesome. That sounds like minutes, minutes of fun. <laughs> it's four days. Unadulterated. I should. I think the podcast should send me, and I'll do no. a podcast. I honestly I'll can't believe. I honestly can't believe reporting. he doesn't have. We don't want your on-site reporting. <laughs> you don't want to know. Be, what the, I can't what believe that you don't own a Chewbacca. Can mask we move yet. on to the newsfeed, please, before the, this ends up being two hours? Well. What if my thing was the Chewbacca mask? Now masks are in it. It's not. I mean, I honestly, I don't get the Chewbacca mask. The Chewbacca mask thing isn't funny. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Too. Although, it's nice to see somebody having that much fun with one. Oh, I agree I'm okay with, that. with that. I'm fine with that. I'm not sure it's worth the, the views that she got, but that's fine with it. That's I didn't whatever. buy it. Sorry. Okay. Didn't buy They're it. They're sold out anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about <laughs> the Chewbacca mask lady. I don't think he thinks it was oh. staged. I think... Everything's. I think you should be onto something with that. All right, newsfeed, Michael. What do you? So have? let's go into the newsfeed. Um, on uh, and, and know that like, if you are a supporter on Patreon, I'm not gonna base my 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 uh, newsfeed piece on you every time, but it just so happens that my newsfeed does have to do with cereal, not necessarily Kellogg cereal, <laughs> but. Um, but it is pretty awesome. That's um, synchronicity there. Yes. So, uh, eating champ Matt Stoney consumes a sick amount of cereal. Uh, basically, uh, three pounds of cinnamon toast oh crunch. Oh Two of the giant boxes, the giant boxes in one sitting, and a gallon of 2% milk. See, how do you do that without throwing up? A gallon. I watched two huge guys in college. Try to do the you gallon do milk it. challenge you can't and do then it. watch them barf for you about can't do 10 it. minutes. Your body can't take like, that. I had a gallon of water and that was that was too much. And a, gold, I and a goldfish too. Fathom how that's possible. Somebody's died from a goldfish and what swallowing a goldfish? No, no, no. From no. drinking that much water, you can drown. Yeah, you literally yeah. drown. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Drown. It's called, it was a it was a bad dry time. drowning. Is that what it's called? Or is that something else? I threw up a hot dog and I hadn't had hot dogs in like two weeks. Just sitting in your, like in your like chunk of a hot dog. That is really gross. Yeah, it is really gross. Yeah, that's <laughs> anyway. All right, so this dude, back to Matt Stoney. Um, so seven thousand seven hundred calories is, is what this was. Wow. Um, 
just and I'm gonna show you a picture. There's a video. Um, I'm watch the video. No, I don't either. Either. We're, we're not gonna watch the video, but there's the, the picture of the Holy bowl. Wow. Crap. It's like a salad, like a like a salad a gigantic salad serving bowl. Yeah. Like massive. So two giant boxes of cereal. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, share the link on Twitter oh and Facebook. Gosh. So look for that. But um, how long do you think it took him? Two minutes. No. Be realistic. Five minutes. Oh, I didn't know because I mean, five I, usually those guys don't no, want to throw like no, no, a freaking no. python. That's like, a lot of cereal. Why not? Yeah, these guys, 59 hot dogs is a lot of hot dogs in well, two minutes or however long it takes. Is it, they it's something too. crazy. It's something crazy. crazy. I don't know. How long would Ten it take minutes, you? How long would it take you to do it? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I could it all, day, all day long. Like it would. I'd have to just come back to it. Took him 17 minutes. Gosh, that's insane. 586 grams of sugar. Um, that cannot be good for you. Enjoy your diet. He did 23.6 ounce boxes, two of them. That was what that was. Um, 17 minutes, 6.24 seconds. I find competitive eating to be totally gross. It's disgusting. Like, I, don't I, I can't it. watch it. I don't we get should it. do competitive no, eating on 4th of July. We should try that hot dog. No, thing. that's no. not going to happen. It's disgusting. I actually like Nathan's hot dogs. They're delicious. Well, they are good, but I'm not going to eat Yeah, them. Matt Stone is the one into Joey Chestnut's. Eight-year winning streak. I can't believe you're Wikipedia in this guy. I'm trying to find out how long it takes to eat that many hot dogs. That's a lot. 62 hot dogs he ate. I I just don't get it. uh, Ten minutes. Six hot dogs Let's do... We should do... Who can eat That's... Everyone bring their own. I'm not doing this. A pack of hot dogs. I'm not doing that. There's I'm not no doing way of doing this. It's disgusting. No. And see who can. Eat I tell you what, we'll do a podcast where we sit and watch you eat and then barf. Okay, that's what we'll do. <laughs> I'm we'll, good with that. That's fine. I'm not doing it. No I think way, I can, no I can finish an eight pack. No. Oh, man, dude, that's terrible. That's gross. No, I don't like. Hot I'll dogs sit here much. and eat like two while you wolf them down and look like a freaking. Why are we talking about hot dogs? So I don't much? know. Anyway, it keeps going back to hot dogs. It does. Dogs. It really does. Um, anyway, so so I guess my question for you. Is if you had to eat two giant boxes of cereal in the course of let's just say a week. Oh, okay. But That's what 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 cereal would you choose? Uh, golden grams. Oh, those are good. Golden grams are pretty good. Man, I really like or cinnamon toast crunch. I really I like cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. crunch but I'd get like, sick of the the probably yeah. back in the day though. Like frosted flakes were like oh man, I haven't had frosted flakes in years. I like frosted flakes with ice cubes in it. What? What? Just put a couple ice cubes in there. God, it's every milk. week he says something. something <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What is that? How? How? My mom. No, no, how? It I, makes the milk really cold. It was. It's really good. You know what else keeps the milk really cold? Keeping it in the freaking refrigerator. I'm not gonna eat cereal while I'm in the refrigerator, bro. I, I, it's every it's day every week. week. It is. I I, like, you just he says something. You go. You what? put it on a tee and wait for it just to knock it right out of the park. Hey, you're welcome. Um, Ice cubes. Uh, yeah, it's good. You don't want to try? I, you know, I'm, no, I'm not. You should. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna not. put water in my cereal. No. It doesn't. Like by the time you eat your cereal, it's not water. It's just, oh god. Just add. Oh, what kind of milk Lord. do you drink? All I'm gonna say is two percent milk. I yeah, one percent. I just do two. Up it up to, to whole milk and then add ice. Same thing. And then you got two percent milk. It's not the same thing. It's, it's just. It's crazy. not the thickness of the milk that's the problem. It's adding water to the thing. You don't add water. You know, it's, you know whenever we do these podcasts, the the, the the motto that keeps running through my head is, "He's a big dumb animal." God, what? <laughs> what? Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
It is my know. turn to fire somebody into the sun. I know. No, 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 no. God, You're I not going to throw somebody um, in the sun. I do, I do like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I also like, I really like Honey Nut Cheerios a lot. Like, Ooh, I couldn't do two uh, boxes of them. I like them, but I don't like them two boxes full. I don't know if I can do I two like boxes of Cinnamon Toast Crunch either, though. That's, Remember Honeycomb? Honeycomb. Oh, honeycomb. Yeah, if you had to eat those quick. Yeah, they, they, they turned into mush. Yeah, of mush. I think my favorite is, I do like Captain Crunch with like, Crunch berries. Those yeah, but your mouth, so, you'd have a hole in your mouth by the time you got done with two Next week, yeah. next week we're eating cereal on the uh, podcast. Yes, let's do that. that. Everybody Me. bring your own cereal. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. that. Yeah. Um, of course, everybody's going to hear chewing on cereal. <laughs> and here's Michael with his freaking ice cereal. Um, God. <laughs> anyway, my, my cereal of choice would be uh, I like the Reese Cup cereal. Ooh, that it's is very good. good. It I, th- I actually, you know, like actually the, the generic brand. brand. Yeah. Better. It is totally Literally. better. Yep. I was just going to say that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the off brand is it's good. Kroger yep. has, a, has a good Do you remember, yep. uh, was it Cracklin' Oat brand? Yeah, that stuff was pretty good. It was almost better just dry. Yeah, but it was like. Tree bark, yeah, it was. Basically. It was good. Yeah. It good a, I like a lot of cereal. Like I like my my wife doesn't eat a whole lot of cereal, Man, but cereal. my kids <laughs> eat cereal. So I've got like I bought these like because it takes me a while to get through a box. So, but I don't like to eat the same cereal over and over and over again. So I got some of those little uh, cereal savers. You can put your <laughs> dump your box in there and it's airtight. If you didn't put ice in them, they wouldn't get soggy. <laughs> well, dumbass. <laughs> it, it's so good. <laughs> That's the only, only Frosted Flakes that I use ice. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> there was something else I was going to say. Dag, no. Let's, let's just forget you. We're going to say anything and move on. Um, We're eating cereal on the podcast next that's week. That's fine, yeah. I don't even care if people have to listen to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll take recommendations. Oh, that we'll take recommend, let's take recommendations for cereal, too. Yeah, recommendations for cereal. We'll yeah. need them. Um, yeah. My question is, do you guys, what do you do with the milk after at the end? Drink it. I Drink don't. it. What? I'm I a don't. drinker. Are you a communist? No, I just don't. Holy crap. I, I drink. Not, okay, here's the... Let's do a... Cereal milk is delicious. We well, want to say it's not. I just don't... No, we want a Twitter and Facebook done. poll. Do you drink the milk after cereal or not? There you I want to know. Yeah. There you go. Because I felt like we everybody... a lot of things we're going to ask people to tell us. Yeah. Do you drink the, do you drink the yeah. cereal yeah. milk? Yeah, there you go. Do that one. Yeah. You drink the cereal milk. I'm curious because I thought it was. And what, cer- and what cereal is it that you like to drink milk from? Like, what's the best one? Do you... Okay, so... Um, God. You think about like how people. Like Forty minutes. I'm sorry. Minutes, we're still talking about cereal. Uh, wait, wait. This is gonna divert to uh, wiping your butt. So wait. What? Oh, why? Just wait. Okay. So I read something the other. The tea. I, know. I read something the other day that um, the half people wipe their butt sitting down. Half the people wipe their butt standing up, and the other half and, and no one knows about the other cereal, half. Cereal, Michael. Because it's who drinks milk and who doesn't drink milk. But that has nothing to do with wiping your butt, Mike. Well, it's it's division and people. Nobody. This is just a, a random thought. <laughs> you know, one. Day, I'd love to be in your brain one day. Like you how in the hell? How in the hell do you segue from we're talking about cereal to then wiping? Do you ass drink milk or not drink? How milk? does that happen? Do you wipe your ass standing up or sitting down? <laughs> but seriously, like I didn't realize that there were people who did it the opposite way of the way that I do it. I didn't either. I've never but, thought about wow. it. I just want my butt Can we go move on. on to the next yes. one, please? We're yeah. done. Is it my turn or It's Max? your turn. You go. I don't even know what I was going to talk about <laughs> at this point. I guess You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the, this is from Born Panda. Uh, artists give sick kids awesome tattoos to make life in oh, hospital more fun. Oh, I saw fun. this. This is awesome. Yes. So it's an artist in New Zealand named Benjamin Lloyd. Um he recently announced on Facebook that he would give all the kids at Auckland Starship Children's Hospital t- 
temporary tattoos if he received 50 likes. He didn't get 50 likes. He got over 400,000. And so That's he awesome. kept his word, and he has agreed. He's in the process of doing this. Uh, and he uses airbrush. Yeah. And, dude, there are pictures. Freaking it's crazy amazing. amazing. Look it, at yeah. this. Look at this. Let me see. It. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, yeah. incredible. That's what some of these. Panda, yeah. I mean, they're amazing. Yeah, I know. I just thought, man, like, that is just, that's cool. That's just, so using, that's just using your gift cool. for a really kingdom purpose. Like, it is. That's, it's just so, so yeah. cool. And they're so good. Yeah. They're awesome tattoos, yeah. like fake tattoos. But anyway, I just thought well, that was just he's really also cl- He's also creating his own, like, client base now, too, because those kids... Oh, sure he is. And, that, and I, you know, hopefully that is a good byproduct. Yeah. But, man, how cool is that? I know, like, man. To get for these kids that. that, like, you know, they just... They're sick. That's, they're in a hospital. That's and somebody who yes. enjoys what they do. For yes, a yeah. It's really cool. Really, really cool. So that's that's why it's a short one this week. But we'll that's we'll post one. the link to that because it's yeah, a really cool. cool story. You gotta you gotta look at the pictures. They are seriously yeah, incredible. Yeah, I looked at them too. So, so all right, Matt. So mine's not that awesome. <laughs> However, it's awesome in a different way. So have you seen? There's I saw two articles on Board Panda, and we'll post both of them. The guy that takes fake book covers onto the subway yeah, to see how awesome. people react. He what do takes, you mean? He takes a real book, but he puts fake book covers on it. It's a comedian. Oh, he he, he creates his own book covers? Creates his own book covers. His name is uh, Scott Rogowski. So I'm going to read a few. Some of these I'm not going to read because they're just not. Like, even we have limits on what we can read. Um, so some of these, I'm just going to, we'll post the links, but some of them. And he just, his whole reason for doing it is just to film people's reactions to it. While he's reading these, yeah, things. it's pretty great. I think he said one of the books he was reading was by like Madeline Albright, like yeah, like her biography or whatever. So, uh, see, so we have. Oh, one. he was actually reading the book about that. It's a and book, then, but it has a fake cover on it. But it, but was the real book Madeline Albright? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. Gotcha. So. So, uh, so we've got 101 penis lengthening tips you can do at home, the office, or on the go. <laughs> They're great, man. In the so office, good. I can't read that one, but that one's fantastic too. Um, <laughs> Actually, I'm going to. No, don't. No, just no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Um, he's got one says, definitely not porn. So what are you looking at? Mind your own business. Uh, I can't, can't read that one either. That's really good. Uh, human taxidermy, a beginner's guide. Uh, the other article that he has. <laughs> I'm reading this one. 10,000 dick pics. And this is literally 10,000 pictures of dicks. <laughs> Uh, the joy, uh, joy of cooking meth. Um, uh, a book by Deepak Chopra called "Hiding Your Erection from God." <laughs> so, so funny. Uh, the one called "Why Women Deserve Less." Why women deserve less. That's uh, Tinder training for your Tinder training your toddler. Oh, this <laughs> Tinder like the app. Yeah, the app. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This I'll finish with this one. Unsightly genital rashes, a coloring book. Adult <laughs> coloring. Oh, yeah. man, they're great. Yeah. Math for non-Asians. Math for non-Asians. <laughs> and also gay Garfield. So offensive. Oh, it's just, man. And he just films people's reactions, man. It's, it's just pretty good. There's videos of it on here along with the pictures. It's just brilliant stuff, man. <laughs> you can't read the best one of the entire yeah, It might be. Yeah, there's a couple I couldn't read. There's two I, I wasn't going to read, but they're, they might be the best ones. So, yeah. It's where you're like, find, follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, and, we'll post uh, that stuff, man. You can it's read well the dirty, dirty things that Matt likes. 
Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. All right. That takes us into the F-U-F-I <laughs> section. Really? Like, that might be the worst transition ever from that stuff to what we're about to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we probably had worse. Yeah. I don't know. This is pretty bad. So, uh, Jesus died for our sins, guys. <laughs> 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 Why? Why did he do that? <coughs> What does that even mean? What does it mean that Jesus died for our sins? What, like, we talk about, like, that's... A lot of like what we talk. This is such a terrible transition. <laughs> uh, you know, dig it a little deeper, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about why uh, Jesus died for our sins and what does that even mean? Yeah, like that. I think that's really what we need to cover. Yeah, even well, not even did Jesus have to die for <coughs> our sins? Matt's freaking, freaking allergies, man. Gosh. Back to Matt coughing. I'm sorry. We had but, a two week reprieve from that. <clears throat> was it why? Why did he do that? Well, let me tell you why he didn't do that. So the traditional understanding, I guess the traditional Christian understanding, is that this is what I grew up with. Um, was the idea that in Genesis, human beings screwed up. It's called the fall. Screwed up. God kicks him out of the Garden of Eden. From that point on, that God needed to launched some sort of rescue operation for humans that because they messed up he was so pissed off um, for so long that he had to send somebody um, as an ultimate sacrifice to take away everybody's sins once super and for Jesus all. yeah yeah and we all grew up with that so that that idea that Jesus, Jesus died for our sins that his death hero. right that his death wiped <laughs> away all of our sins. Um, and of course, every denomination has a different idea of how that works. Yeah. But um, the idea that it's called penal substitutionary atonement, basically the idea that um, we were sort of let out of prison, that Jesus was our substitute, yeah. that he died in our place because God was so mad at us that he had to appease God. So God sends his son and kills him yeah, and, as a sacrifice for and our to, sins. to back up just one step further from that, we're not. There are a lot of things involved in this this discussion, and we're not here for at least for this podcast. We're not here to argue about the particulars of this theory. God is Jesus's father. We're not going to argue about that. Like, yeah. there's a lot of discussion about that. We can discuss that. Jesus as his child. Um, we're not going to talk about the notions of sin, death, and the devil, which are all involved in this theory. Like, those are whole different podcasts altogether. We'll get to that at some point. We're not going to talk about. The, we're also not going to talk about the metaphysics of Jesus's death, how that somehow destroys sin, and how that works. Right. Like, yeah. We're not going to talk about that. But like Brad said, basically what the penal substitutionary atonement theory talks about is that it claims that God required the killing of His Son to satisfy His wrath, to appease His justice, and to gain the necessary capital to forgive our sins. I need a sacrifice. Hey, I've got this kid. Right. Let's kill him. Let's kill this. Let him say some really great things, and then we'll kill him off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After you know a three-year ministry, um, and, and just just as a little bit of history, and I don't want to go too far because this is boring as crap. But it, it, this basically started essentially with Calvin. Really came into prominence with John Calvin, and Calvinism sort of really buys into this theory. But it even goes back as far as like the 11th century. And what, what are you saying goes back? What goes this back? Theory, the idea, the this penal substitutionary atonement theory, okay. that Jesus, the, the God killed Jesus to appease His wrath. Isn't it kind of in the Old Testament though? Like, isn't well, yeah, like, and here's here's what I was going to say. There are, you can definitely support this theory with absolutely the Bible. with okay. both the Old and New Testament, especially with the 
<clears throat> completely literal reading of the scripture. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not looking at metaphor, if you're not looking at context, if you're not looking at um, any sort of th- th- any idea that maybe you can look at scripture in a different way than right. what you've been taught, and this you can easily support this. Yeah, with scripture. absolutely. So, um, and the early church fathers and the early church did not teach this theory, this penal substitutionary atonement theory. Um, they taught what's basically amounts to, it's called Christus Victor, which we're not going to get into that right now, but it basically holds that Christ's death wasn't about sort of appeasing God's wrath. It was more about liberating humanity from bondage to sin, to death, and the devil, that it achieved a victory as opposed to appeasing God's wrath. And there's there's a huge difference there, and we're not yes, going to get into that tonight, but there is a difference. huge difference there. But but this, this substitutionary atonement theory is... is is pretty much the dominant theory in churches. Yeah, you go to any church on Easter, this is what you're going to hear. Is some yeah. some version of this. You screwed up. Jesus is here to save you. Jesus, yeah. yes, exactly. That that somehow God didn't plan for all of this. He didn't plan for us to screw everything up and to, to mess up the works. And now he's got to send his. You know, it's like if you listen to uh, if you go to robbell.com, they he and Pete Holmes did a couple shows at Largo where they in one of them. I think the one from March. He talked. They talk about this that all of a sudden, God's like, "Oh no, what do I do? Hey, you're not doing anything. Jesus wants you to go down there and fix this. You know, like, and I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and I'm going to kill you in the process. That's not. And we'll go when we get into the, the talk about the cosmic Christ at some point. We'll we'll get into that 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 Christ was way that Christ is way bigger than just what happened in Jesus. Christ is way bigger than Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What what I don't like about this this whole theory is that like. That there's a lot of guilt involved. Like oh, Jesus' yes. blood is on our hands. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. You killed Jesus. You yes. killed Jesus. Oh, how many yes. times like, did we hear that growing oh, up? Oh, just thinking about like the conferences I went to where yes. you literally wrote down your sin. And your then nailed him to sin, a cross. Nailed him to the cross. And I, as a, you're with me. We've done that. Oh, yeah. We did we that did, as a youth ministry. We did that. We, yes. We had students do that. Yes. Uh, we we are horrible people. We, if, you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you were part of that where we had you nail your sin. We're sorry. We're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I actually heard somebody talk. Um, I think Science Mike was talking about this on one of the podcasts I listened to of his. He said he was involved in a VBS where the 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 curriculum had that as part of what they were doing. And he said, oh, yeah. He said, I couldn't do it. He said, so instead what I did is had them make hearts and talk about the love of, he talked about the love of God and what it meant through Christ's sacrifice and things like that as opposed to Hey, your sin, you're a terrible person. Let's nail your sins to, you know, you're nailing your sins to the cross. It's you that put Jesus up there. And that's such a bullshit thing. Like, to live, to, to you're preaching guilt. You're yeah. preaching guilt and shame, and you're trying to bait people into an emotional response. I feel horrible at what I've done to you Jesus. You killed somebody. You killed, you killed Jesus. Really, what, I mean, what Jesus' death did is it exposed the entire, and I think this is really what the New Testament writers were getting at. It exposed the entire sacrificial system of Judaism as a fraud. Yeah, like it exposed it. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> I mean, the, the thing that's amazing you you get this in. in can we go? Well, can we explain the Old Testament version of the sacrifice? And this okay, so yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's good a good idea. idea. So if you're not if you're not familiar, the Old Testament, the idea was uh, personal and on a nationalistic level, this happened as well mm-hmm. um, on the Day of Atonement. You. Sacrifice animals for the entire nation of Israel uh, for their sins. So, 
once a year, once a, however so long, like you would go and you would offer a dove, whatever you could afford, a bull, a sheep, a goat, whatever. Um, you would take it to the temple, and you would have that temple. Or you'd, sorry, you'd have that animal killed. The priest would slaughter it, burn it on the altar, and that was taking care of your sins. That was absolving you of your sins. It was washing away your sins. And I, so, I think what the New Testament writers were getting at was that what Jesus does, what his death does, is exposes that entire idea as a fraud because they're saying, no, 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 what Jesus was was who God has always been from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Grace, willing to die, compassionate, um, love, and you've never needed to do the sacrificial thing. So when they're saying, like, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice for your sins, they're exposing that idea, that whole idea of going, you never needed to do that crap in the first place. Yeah, Yeah, it was all a... Like, you were forgiven before you even had that animal slaughtered because that's who God is. And, 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 and he, you know, for, you know, the Bible's a very progressive book despite what, how barbaric it seems. Oh, gosh. God was time, always yeah. moving people towards Jesus, towards what Jesus would ultimately say about the sacrificial system, which is, it's all bullshit. It, you didn't need it. Yeah. But in order for them to understand that they had to go through the sacrificial system. Why does Paul talk in Romans about being a living sacrifice? Yes. Living, living. sacrifice. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're putting yourself yeah. on the altar is, is a living instead of being killed for. I mean, yes. It, 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 and so what Jesus is is sort of the culmination of God moving his people forward more and more away from that idea of the sacrificial system being necessary, saying, no, no, no. All along, you've had this forgiveness that you've killed bulls and doves and sheep yes. for. You've had it all along. It was the final click for But you weren't but you weren't able to understand it because in that culture at the time, to appease the gods, you sacrifice something. Yes. Yeah. You you sacrifice. And even to the point of child child sacrifice. And how you want to talk about that at yeah. some point. Um, even to the point of child sacrifice, the ultimate devotion to a god was you sacrifice your firstborn. Um, we can I can recommend the book uh, by James Mishner. It's a novel. Oh, the source. The source. Holy crap! That he talks crazy. about it's a it's a historical novel. It's also about thirteen hundred pages long. It's well it's worth the time. Huge, but it's yeah, historical it's fiction. But it's it talks it, it sort of shows the progression from how monotheism came about, how the Jews essentially oh, came man, about. It's, it's fantastic. I, recommend that I might need to read that again yeah, pretty soon. But man, it's a but it's it a talks about because task. but there's there's chapters where it talks about where child sacrifice takes center stage. And the horror for the parents, but also them understanding that this is what was required at the time yeah. to appease the gods. Now, you want to talk about Abraham? Yeah, so that leads right into Abraham. It does. So, the, I mean, we'll talk about progressive. The idea of the Bible as progressive revelation at some point. At some point. Yeah. Basically, what we mean by that, the yeah. Cliff Notes version would be um, that the Bible from the beginning to the end is a, is a progression of people. Um, Getting sort of becoming, I would say, more and more enlightened as it comes to the divine. Jesus being sort of the ultimate picture of who God is and what God is like. Well, we always so, say Jesus is never more, or God is never more or less than you see right. Jesus. So, and I think this this fits right in with the sacrificial system um, because you, I think Jesus is sort of the ultimate final click forward. I would disagree idea. with the word final. I'd say. Well, let me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I would say that. Like, like that is obviously a, a giant click forward, but I would say if you look at um, just where we've come in the last few
few hundred years about slavery and all that other stuff. Like, we we have clicked forward past, not past Jesus, but like continuing on from that. Oh, I mean, sure. no, I'm mean, talking about just Jesus. I'm just and, talking about Jesus on the, the the idea of the of sacrifice. Okay, yeah, I no, think no, no. I know what you mean. Final game. Wait, no, I, I totally yeah, agree. With totally you. agree. Yeah. Um, but in the Old yeah. Testament, you have the story in Genesis of Abraham and his son Isaac. So, in the story, God tells Abraham, I want you to go sacrifice your son. And Abraham, being the good monotheist that he is, the good primitive person that he is, okay, I'll do that. Like, and that looks so horrifying. Like, to a modern audience, like, that is that is horrifying and messed up. That he's like, yep, I'll do it. Um, and... If you don't understand the context, you're just stuck with this idea, well, it's just a foreshadowing of Jesus. No, it's not. It's a click forward. And I actually, I remember growing up and, and hearing um, people say basically the idea, and I think I even probably taught this at one point, that it was sort of a forerunner, a picture of what Jesus would do, of God sending his son to die. And I did, oh, a, I did a whole sermon yeah. where I bound up my infant son Elijah oh god you're a terrible person yeah and did a sermon yeah. where I held a knife over him yeah to illustrate it yeah, I did that, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, so sheesh man that's dark yeah. yeah so but here's here's where I think it's a click forward because you see in the story so they go up to this mountain they're heading up and I can't even imagine what that conversation would have been like <laughs> um Hey, buddy, hey, we have something to show you dad where are we going nowhere son don't a- don't ask questions the best questions just follow yeah at that point, I would ask your mother. From, I would go from monotheism to stereotheism. Oh, good lord! Wow! And he derailed at the end. Jeez. So here we go. So they're going up the mountain, and it gets to the point where he puts, he creates an altar and lays Isaac on the altar, and it, it, he basically lifts his, lifts the knife to kill his son Isaac, and the voice of God says, "No, no, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. don't do that." Um. And then he basically says, I found it. There's a ram stuck in the thicket over there. Go kill the ram. Mm-hmm. So understand that people, if change is ever going to happen, big change is ever going to happen in thinking. and Like there's certain progression and there's clicks that have to happen. Yeah. Um, you can't just go from like... You don't go from age. You don't go from like women have no rights in their property, they're slaves, to having a woman president in one click. Like there's a progression. There's a series of thought there. Yeah. Um, there's a, a series of steps that have to happen to get to that point in your thinking. And, and this is one of those instances where it was a click forward because every it was perfectly normal for every culture around them to do child sacrifice to their gods. And, then, and so God right there shows, I'm not like that. I'm not like other gods. That is not me. I don't require that. That is barbaric. It's horrible. Do not kill your son. Well, and there's but what's t- amazing is we we then take that and we're like, well, he sent his son Jesus to die. What the hell? Like, <laughs> so we're back. We're going back. You're right back. You're going backwards. Yeah. Well, and so it's, it gets even worse. And he kills somebody else's kid. He kills his own. Like it's horrible. Well, and so, and I think this is this is one of the biggest hang up. So one of the bigger hangups that you know atheists and people who have abandoned the faith have. Is it turns God into a giant cosmic child abuser? He's a monster. He's a monster. He's the monster God. And so, you know, Brian Zond, Z A H N D. Follow him on Twitter. He's great. He's fantastic. Um, you know, he talks about what it does, what penal substitutionary atonement does with the you know the monster God killing his son. What it does, it turns it turns the father of Jesus into a pagan deity. Yes. 
where demanding child sacrifice, which was not an uncommon practice, which is what Brad just talked about, it was the way you showed your utmost loyalty and devotion to this to a particular god, whatever, like Molech or whoever. And there's even instances in the Old Testament where God finds his people sacrificing ch- children to the god Molech and says, it never even entered my mind that you would do such a thing. So, like, it's it's basically, it's it's <laughs> to, to go way back into, the, I think, the 80s, it's God. Of, it's the god of Joe versus the volcano. Thank oh, you. gosh, that is going <laughs> Thank you, Tom Hanks. All nine people that saw I know, that movie. Exactly. Hopefully one of you is listening. It's, but it's, it's, one of them, of course. <laughs> it's the theory of cast the virgin into the volcano. We yeah. need an innocent life to appease the angry God. When all along, God was never angry. Yes. And that, if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that. God is not angry. God has not been angry. He's never been angry. If you want to know what God he's, is like, read the Gospels and look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. He's never more or less than you see in Jesus. He's not the cosmic child abuser. He's not demanding an innocent life as payment, like, you know, brother, going to get paid. Like, that's not yeah. how God is. He's never been like that. Despite what you read in the Old Testament, read it with the understanding that it was humans writing their understanding at the time of what God and what a God was like. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, I mean, the New Testament... The entire New Testament points to the Christ. And once again, we're getting back into the cosmic Christ we'll idea. Get to that. But the Christ that was manifested in Jesus, uh, who Jesus was the perfect model of the Christ consciousness, I guess would be a good way to say it. Their words in the word in the Gospel of John starts this way: In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word yeah. was God. The Word is Christ. Yeah. Like that's from the beginning and then in the letter of first john and the towards the end of the new testament the very first thing it says is that which was from the beginning yeah. well in revelation you mean the word doesn't mean seen. the bible right yeah. and, 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 the, and revelation talks about the lamb that was slain from the foundation yes. from the foundation yes of the world like that's the christ yes that's the christ consciousness so what you see in jesus is dude that passage that passage gives me chills. oh like so that. crazy so yeah. um God, if you like, if you don't know who God is, or if your idea of God is that God had demanded this blood sacrifice because He was so pissed off at humanity that Jesus was like our protector from God, He was the go-between, whatever. Yeah. If that's your understanding of God, please, for the love of God, reject that. Yeah. Yeah. It is Jesus. God, that God is a monster. Jesus is and not it, here to save you from God. That God is a monster, and that God does not. Dad's square. Hit me again. That exactly. God doesn't That's exactly right, though. Yeah. But that yeah. God doesn't square at all with what Jesus no. modeled at no. all. Like, there's nothing about that that squares it's, with it's a Jesus. Con- you know, penal substitutionary atonement with this monster God theory is a. It's a contradiction of the very nature of God that's revealed in Jesus. Yes, like, it's a contradiction of everything that Jesus taught everything. about the Father. Look at the prodigal son. You have the father running to the son who comes back, not even waiting for excuse, not waiting for apology, and saying, "Give me a coat." Kill the fatted calf. Let's throw a freaking party. My son was lost, and now he's found. Yeah. That's the God that Jesus came to reveal. Yes, that's the God that has always existed. Everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yes. yours. What's crazy to me is that, like modern day Christianity, or um, you know, American Christianity, or Republican Christianity, whatever you want to call it, it it, it doesn't really follow Christ. It no. follows. That belief of the Old Testament God, yes. where God's God. out to yes. get us, God and if we don't, He's going to. You need we, to be saved from God. If we don't cleanse ourselves with fire or yeah. baptism or whatever that is, then then 
God's going to be pissed off. I'm not sure there's anything that pisses me off more than the idea of a God who who have you have to be saved from. Yeah. I mean, what kind of shit is that? Like, you have to be saved from the one who's cre- who in Genesis when he created humanity said it is very good that I've created this. Like, you have to be saved from that because you somehow we screwed up the the whole the works. Give me a break! Like that's total right. bullshit. So, like, yeah. So what do we think about? So let's answer the question. Kind of go back to the original question to sort of wrap up. What is, what do we believe about the death of Jesus? What was it? What did it accomplish? Well, here's in, I think you can look at, at Jesus's last words. In his dying breath, he's had the worst thing happen to him that humanity can do to another human being. And in his dying breath, he he reveals what the ultimate heart of God is, and that's Father, forgive them. Yeah, in the midst of dying. In the midst of being. Killed for nothing, for literally nothing, and he goes through a sham of a trial, a couple shams of trial. I mean, two different trials or two or three different trials that were just shams. He's beaten mercilessly, whipped to where everything's. Exp- I mean, like you go through that whole thing. All of his friends abandon him. His friends abandon him, except for a few, a few of his female followers who were brave enough to stand at the foot of the cross with him. And he's at, 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 in the midst of all that. You know, people have taken his clothes and gambled in the way and all that. If you you know go through the gospel accounts, and yet he says, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." Yeah. Like that's the heart of the Father. Like it's it's forgiveness, it's love, it's compassion, and only it's, forgiveness, not vengeance. Exactly. Like that's and that's he could have come to and you know you know nope. it's interesting. It's very telling that the soldiers hurl they hurl insults at him. If you're the Son of God, come down off the cross. He freaking could have, yet he didn't. You know, in, in the garden, he talks about you know I could have called, I could call legion of legions of angels at my command, but he doesn't because he's not about vengeance. He's not about retribution. He's about forgiveness and love and sacrifice. And I think that that at the heart of this whole this whole argument is. That's the heart of God, is forgive. The heart of God is not asking for sacrifice for sins. It's sacrificing himself, period, exactly. for you because of love. Exactly. So I think it needs to be said also a couple of things. One, I don't believe that Jesus died for your sins in the traditional understanding of that. I think yeah. Jesus died because of our sins. Yeah. Because what's the worst thing that you can do is kill a completely innocent person innocent human being. that preach nothing but love and compassion and grace and you kill him off for that yeah like that's the worst that you can do and god and jesus exposes that entire thing and goes god forgive them they just don't know what they're doing yeah like wow like yeah and then the the amazing one of the most amazing parts of the crucifixion account in the gospels is when jesus dies and it says the curtain was torn in half of the temple was torn in half from top to bar from Top uh, from top to bottom. So, the thing here's the thing that's crazy about that. So, what's going on in that? It goes back to I think exposing that entire idea of God needing sacrifices to be appeased, and so needing the temple understood right. Live in. Temple, yeah. the temple was literally in Jewish thought. It wasn't just Jews. It was. I mean, every primitive religion built temples and believed exactly. that the gods lived there. Again, read the source by James Mitchell. Right. So, you. And so they had the, the Holy of Holies, which was this room that was a giant purple curtain hung there that you literally, one time a year, the high priest could go into that room. That was it. If you went in there, you died. That was the idea. So that's where God lived. 
So the temple is torn in two when Jesus dies, and it opens up, and there's nothing freaking in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I, like it's, it exposes that entire. Was it, Pete, was it Pete Holmes that talked about that? No, or no, Pete Rollins. Yes, he talks about like it, the, read the Divine Magician. Oh my god, that there's no, so there was great. nothing there behind the whole time. There's nobody. So there. it exposes <laughs> that entire idea that God lives here and needs your blood, needs the blood of sacrifices, and the temple is torn in two, and Jesus exposes the whole thing as a fraud. It's a fraud. He doesn't need your sacrifices. He doesn't need any of that. God is love. God is forgiveness. God is grace. Period. Yeah. And that's what Jesus shows on the cross. You know, we, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. We, we talk often about, you know, people say, well, I don't believe in God. Well, what God don't you believe in? Because yeah. if we're talking about this God, we don't freaking believe in that no, God either. That's just God, as much that, of an atheist as anybody that else. That God is bullshit, and we are atheists if that's the God you're talking about. I, I don't, don't believe, believe in, in that God. God. I believe in the God that called him that is defined as love not loving is love, love is itself love. there's yes. a huge difference I believe in the God that is forgiveness I believe in the God that is compassion and grace I believe the God that Jesus reveals like I'm not trying to convince anybody about no. whether you should believe in God or not no. whatever that's that's up to you but like if you really want an understanding of the heart of God what God is who God is read the gospels yeah. read Matthew Mark Luke and John yeah and, under, and look at who Jesus was and how he interacted with people yeah. and how he lived his entire life mm-hmm. with the understanding that God is never more or less and has never been more or less than you see there. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like he was, it's the same God. That which was from the beginning, which yeah. we have seen, which we have heard. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. Like, that's... What I, what I think is crazy, too, just about um, what she has stood up for and what... Um, you know, when I think about his death, I think that you know, modern Christianity or American Christianity, whatever you want to call it, um, we'd kill him again. Oh, oh yeah, if God walked, if Christ walked into our again. church, absolutely, we'd hang him right back up on the cross. Yeah, yeah. and we may not be that barbaric, for. but we sure, sure as hell kick. We'd him kick out. his ass out of yeah. the church. Yeah, we do absolutely. it every day. We do it all the time. The church does it all the time when they marginalize. When you marginalize people. You're marginalizing Christ. Yep. Flat out. Period. End of story. Because God is love. He is acceptance. He is... He's inclusion. um, Yeah. Yes. He's for all. Yes. Yep. Man, that was good. That was good. That was a good talk. I feel I feel really good. I feel like I feel like we could have talked about that for another. And we probably will come back around to that at some point because like again, there are other theories about Jesus' atonement. Once again, we really want input on this. Yeah. Yeah. What what, what has been your experience with the monster god? Because that's because yeah. that's been a dominant theory in church. I mean, I'll say that's the god that I laid when I was in high school. I laid in bed. I vividly remember one night laying in bed, couldn't get to sleep, and I was literally sweating because I was afraid terrified. that god was going to come back and send He's me to hell. Get you. Yeah, yeah. And that was the god that I purported to quote worship on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. and I think a lot of people still do out of fear. Yeah. It's like you're not. Fear is not. Jesus shows up and goes. There's really nothing to fear. Yeah, you don't have to fear God. There's nothing to what, fear. You, when you see the Father, when you, what you see in me, you've seen the Father. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty profound statement. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to see God? Okay, look at me. If there's anything that we learn from Veggie Tales, it's that <laughs> it's that, that God is not a monster. God no, is, he's not God a boogeyman. Is, God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than the boogeyman. He's yeah, not yeah, the boogeyman. That's more important. He's not, he's the, not boogeyman. the boogeyman. And I think that's. I think a lot of people get hung up about that. So, yeah, anyway, I think it's a good place to stop. That was yeah. a, 
That was a good one. Yeah. Good talk, bros. All right. <laughs> so let's go into um, to, into feedback. We had some good feedback this week. We had some really good feedback. So I'm going to start with the five-star reviews, as we should always, because YOLO. Why not? Those are the most important. <laughs> YOLO. Those Has that been the first time that's been stated on this podcast? YOLO? YOLO I think so. It, don't ever do it again. I, I tell you my, YOLO swag. No, no, speaking of that, I tell you my, my middle child, who's eight, uh, Gave a nickname to Ezra, who's my oldest. He's ten, almost ten. Uh, Brodo Swaggins. Yeah, I, like out completely out of the blue. Like, I don't know where Abram's that came awesome. from. Abram's fantastic. I gave Ezra a new nickname. He's you know, Brodo Swaggins. He's like secret. He's like one of the secretly funny guys. He's a Milford man. He's a Milford. He's man. the Milford man. Yeah. If you've ever seen Arrested yeah. Development, you can always tell a Milford man. Yeah. That's my. That's my. He's, well, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into hashtag um, Brodus wagons. Hashtag, it's, it's, it's on the list. <laughs> um, okay, so f- um, we're gonna read some five star reviews on iTunes, um, where the magic happens. Um, this is entitled "Funny Yet Deep" by Mister Tom Morrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, Mister Tomorrow. Well done. Uh, I, I called that. Yeah. Nice. He says, a lot of good, funny banter in the beginning of each show, but if you listen to each episode all the way, you'll see how much heart these guys have for people. Except for Matt. He yells at seniors. Except for Matt. He's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Matt is the worst. (laughs) Um, Damn it. That's going to be the freaking hashtag this week, man. Thank thank you, Mr. Tom Morrow. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll love you. Brad sings a song this week. <laughs> Still in the thunder. That's my thing, bro. Uh, Back off. But that is very true. We do. We really do care about the people who listen to us. Like, we want you to be free and alive and yeah. fully human. And I mean, we really want you to embrace life. That's kind of what yep. we're about. So that's that's accurate. For shizzle. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, the next one. I just want to hit him sometimes. Like I love him so much, but I just want to hit him sometimes. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, the next one is um, entitled "More Powerful Than You Know." Ooh, huh. that's that's awesome. Um, that's a fairly high bar to reach. Yeah, by IG, and I would assume that stands for Instagram. Um, J, as in the letter J, Marie Walker. Um. She says, this podcast is amazing. Three hilarious dudes talking about faith. Humanity. Two hilarious dudes and Michael. Scream. Yes. Scream. It's just, just teeing it up. No, just teasing just it up. Just teeing it up. I am literally reading. All right. Three Thank hilarious. you, J. Marie Walker, for teeing that up for us. Three hilarious dudes talking about faith, humanity, spiritual life, real life, everything tangible and intangible in this world regardless of religious title they bring the tough talk topics to a diet to a digestible mm-hmm. and comforting level for me personally it's great to hear people with similar ideas and feelings when for so long i was told i was wrong and shameful mm-hmm. laugh cry hmm. think enjoy the pastors will not disappoint damn, not God disappoint. damn dude like that like these <laughs> These podcasts, like these, these reviews are just. Thank you. Jimmer. They're amazing. Like all of them are yeah. just, are just amazing. It's just. We did get a two star review and a four star review last week, so they're not all amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say this in regards to that. Like, I hope there comes a time where the three of us are never not amazed by our listeners. 
Yeah. And by the the fact, I mean, there are people who are like offering like free help yeah. with websites, logos. with the logos, with you know the foofy. Lo- we have a new foofy logo. Like, I hope they're coming. Time offered a beach house access Oregon, <laughs> access so. to a beach house. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like if you. You want to send us to Oregon? We're willing to go if you want to pay for that for us. <laughs> but I hope there comes a time where we're never not like I'm constant, like weekly, daily, daily amazed. Yeah. By our listeners, like helping us just in unexpected ways, and just these reviews, like people yeah. really connecting with this shit, and I can't, I, I can't understand why, other than we connected with it, and somehow they're connecting with it too, and it just, it just baffles me, and it it's blows the me hashtags. away. It's the hashtag. It's the hashtag. Yep. It's the hashtag. Yeah, it might be. In my whale mouth. In your whale mouth. <laughs> it's I think, I think things mouth. have taken off since Michael's <laughs> whale mouth. And your penguin beak. Yeah. yeah. Penguin. But thank you. But thank penguin. you to our. Thank you seriously to our listeners for your reviews. Yeah, seriously. Keep them coming, man, because those those really they kind of cheer our hearts. They do. Yeah, the, to know that we're doing something that we always like. Wow. Speaking of which, so when we're talking about our listeners, listeners, followers, supporters. Um, we want to give you a name. Um, <laughs> we want to call you something. <laughs> Dirty. Well, Pete Holmes has weirdos. Yeah. He has his weirdos. He has a weirdo. So we were thinking of giving you a name, and unfortunately I didn't have the list up. Dagnabbit, can you pull that up? One is uh, Pastards. Pastards? Yeah, simple. Pulled up one. one is um, the Whale Mouth Appreciation Society. No, oh, my. No, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. no. It's, it's the... Uh, whale mouth uh, preservation. preservation. <laughs> okay, I got, it. I got it right here. So, you which, can, which you can is add, also wimps. If wimps. you, if you dominate, if you donate a dollar, at least a dollar, you get be part of the pastors pub, and you can add an option. So we have the whale mouth preservation society. We have enablers. <laughs> we have pastors, which was yeah. kind of where my my mind was going yeah. for a while. We have the turds, T E R D S. <laughs> What's up, turds? We have turdi- and we have turdians. T e r d i a n s. You can vote. I if say donate I just a, at least a dollar, and you can get on the pastors' pub, and you can you can vote for what we should call our listeners. Yeah. Now I, I I made a comment. I said my brain says pastors, my heart says whale mouth preservation. Society. I think yeah. whale mouth preservation society because you can call them wimps. Yeah. I, I yeah I'm kind of on board. We'll let the voting play itself out, but I yeah. So um so you I'm can right. I'm add an right option now. if you hit us up on Twitter uh, and you sug- have a suggestion. Yes, we, we will, take we will that add too. the suggestion yes. on there, but it won't count as a vote. So no, it won't um, count as a vote. No, it won't be because we can't vote for them. Oh, so yeah. Um, yeah, we can't do any yeah. false votes, but yeah, we can we can That's do. True. You're right. We can definitely put that as a suggestion, yeah. but. Um, if you want to actually vote. I just voted for Whale Mouth Preservation Society. My heart went out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who came up with that? That was a good idea. I think it was you, buddy. It, it was, was me. Michael's embracing Mikey. Michael's. I'm embracing the Whale Mouth. There were a couple people who used Michael the Penguin Beak, too, and I laughed every time I oh, saw Oh, man. That. Scott Drickle, the guy who did. did our music, uh, he made a, a meme. Yeah, we got to buy a piece of beer, man. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, we need to get that taken care of. Yes, we do. Um... So that that's our, our two five star reviews. I need to get into some some Twitter feedback. Um, Sarah Kate Swanson, uh, the one who uh, uh, mm-hmm. basically started the conversation for last week's episode on yes. forgiveness, um, said thanks so much. Uh, lots to think about. I needed to hear uh, so much of the podcast. So thank you, Sarah, for listening. Yeah. She also said that she's tragically not related to a Ron Swanson. Damn, so that's too bad. That is sad. You can have a kid and name him Ron. 
Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie. No, Ronnie I can't Swanson. have any more kids, buddy. No, I'm saying Sarah. Oh, Sarah yeah, she could. Yeah, yeah. Could, could, could yes, we recommend that highly. Bring forth into a child uh, named Ronald Swanson. We would we would sponsor that child. Yeah. On <laughs> like Food for the Hungry? I or, guess. I don't yeah. know. We'll, 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 we'll give him a high five and a beer. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Robert V. Martinez said, At Pastor's Podcast, five stars on your podcast about finding sacred in the ordinary. But can hashtag cherry flavored blood clots be used in communion? <laughs> Love so, that they brought that one. I know, that, that, is that, one a, that is a deep dark. Uh, again, that's a sacred in the ordinary. Nobody's yeah. listening yeah. to that episode. Yeah. And uh, another great comment uh, yeah. about hashtag cherry flavored blood clots. <laughs> that might be our worst one. That's pretty so, gross. That's pretty gross. Um, Daniel Hazel on uh, Twitter at underscore Daniel underscore Hazel underscore said pastors podcast your discussion on forgiveness makes me think of Jeremiah 29 7 uh, while the Israelites were in exile mm-hmm. Izzy's daddy at Sam Abate or Abate I don't know how you say that Abate mm-hmm. I don't know sure um, if you're not listening to pastors podcast you need to Hashtag drunk monkey. That's the original. That's the pilot. Is that our pilot? That's the original. Oh, that was yeah. one of our better stories. Yeah. That was such a great story. That is a good story. Um, and then drunk monkey. I got two more I want to do. Uh, Julia Newton, aka Five Star Review from last week at mm-hmm. Mish Mishy Newts. Yes, Mish Newts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, says you followed me here, and then I discovered the podcast. Uh, that's what what was the marketing was, and then Mish equals Michigan. Purdue does not smell, and then she also did hashtag Michael's Penguin B. <laughs> Purdue, you, Purdue does smell. Sorry. Thank you, Julie Newton, uh, very much. Uh, sorry for Brad and uh, Matt bashing uh, Purdue and the smell on. Dude, I'm wearing an IU shirt. What do you think is going to yeah, happen? Yeah, uh, Brad is too. You're both wearing IU. Yeah, man. Yep. I'm wearing. I love IU, um, but I'm wearing green today. So sorry. Now I didn't get the phone call to say. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the memo. Yeah, no memo. Yeah. Um, and then, quite possibly the best tweet I've ever read um, from at Todd Fife <laughs> at Pastors Podcast. <laughs> Newest episode is a first. Hashtag Polly named Brad or at Polly named Brad actually spoke less than eighty percent of the time. <laughs> Hashtag Brad's whale mouth. Uh-huh. Brad's whale mouth. Where are we at? Where? Are we? Yeah. Come on, let's get some traction there. Nope, not no, going to happen. Not going to happen. Nope, sorry. It's always Michael's whale mouth. I liked it. Brad's whale mouth. I'm um, sure you screw did. Screw you, Todd. You can use that. Todd was in my wedding. Screw you, Todd. Todd might be on the podcast this summer, actually. Yeah, he might come to visit. his cards, right? Family. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll get his no, spot. No, I'm no on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let him sit in. We're not going to let him talk, though. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> he'll, he'll, uh, I'm not going to say that. He, yes. can, he, can, he can be present with the claws of silence. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to watch. <laughs> All right. Okay. Silence, slave. <clears throat> so uh, it's closing time. So we're gonna uh, ask you to rate us on iTunes. Give us a five star review. It helps us get uh, in the know on on uh, iTunes. Are we still on the front page. Yes, we are we on are. the front page of news and spirituality. Still, it's nice. a beautiful thing because it's a lot easier to. We're right next to Egyptian it. spirituality. I don't know if that's true. No, we are. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We're new and noteworthy yeah. on, on iTunes. Yeah, so right. thank you so, for that. Uh, it's helping us. So when get... you're done worshiping Anubis, you can come <laughs> and listen to us. <laughs> well, I'm done with Raw now. Can we? Uh, I'm gonna move on to something else. Yeah. If you guys knew that, that those were also characters on Stargate, 
that would no, make my I wouldn't know, know that, that. and would never know that. It's based on Egyptian gods. Sorry. Anyway, rate us on iTunes. I like so many things. Start naming one of them. Hashtag Michael's Wilmo. Here he comes. He's breaching, kids. Stargate's the best. <laughs> my poor wife. I made her sit through. <laughs> I made my wife sit through ten seasons of Stargate. Good lord, oh, she's a saint. Yes, she uh, is. She's a saint. She is. You got one for life there. Yeah. She can do that without. She literally s- sat through ten seasons. Oh, oh my god! I kept saying it's going to get better. It's Next time better. that he watches that, if you want to come over and hang out, you can hang out. Yeah, with us. my home's uh, open. Brad's home's open. It's terrible for for her. It never got better. Bring bring <laughs> bring the kids if you need to. That's fine. We're down with down with Puddle Glum and the White Witch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like those are not my kids' names, but anytime I talk about them. It, we're, we're evolving mm-hmm. uh, this podcast. It's got to be Puddle Club and a White Witch. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. You get us uh, minutes before everyone else does. Um, support us on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Just $1 and you can... Uh, you can join in on the fun on Pastors Pub. And there's been some good discussions on there. Yeah, there yeah. is. We post good. some stuff for future episodes to discuss. Talk about fired in the sun. I yeah. let everyone know who all we fired into the yeah. sun. And you're you're well, it's not just stuff we posted. You're welcome to post there as well. Yeah, it's so. good. We got some really strong suggestions on mm-hmm. who else to fire into the sun. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about hashtags. Yes, I've got quite a few. Okay. I have one that I think is the best. Um, lead with that one. I'm not going to lead with that one. I uh, never. I got to save the best for last. Right. Obviously. Um, so I'm gonna mix it up. I usually go um, back in time, but I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna start. Hashtag Michael asks a stupid question. <laughs> Too long. Too, Too long. long. Yeah, but that's good. Um, uh, hashtag mountaintops and valleys, bro. <laughs> also too long. <laughs> too long. Um, um, hashtag ice cube cereal. <laughs> hashtag Michael is gross. <laughs> hashtag stereotheism. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, hashtag, I like that one. Hashtag Matt is the worst. That's um, God dang it's it. Gotta be it's gotta be it. Man. Um, I have one that I like better than that. Okay. It's similar. Uh, well, there's hashtag Brodos wagons. <laughs> and then my favorite is hashtag. Matt hates old people. Yep, that's it. There Matt it is. Matt hates old people. It's the one. You know what? I'll tell you what. As, as punishment, I'm willing to accept that hashtag okay. for this week. Hashtag I will not Matt, Matt hates, hates old people. Old people. So uh, if you've listened let's, to let's this podcast. Let's create a movement, people. So if you listen to this podcast all the way through, let us know by sending us the, the hashtag Matt hates old people. I'm trying to be zen, but I can't stop yelling at old people apparently. So... <laughs> <laughs> My wife even told me, says, yeah, you are kind of an angry person. So that's good. Things are going well for Speaking me. Speaking of saints, your wife is a saint. My wife yes, is a is. saint. I think all of our wives are saints. Let's be yeah, completely let's, honest. Well, that's true. Um, do you know what really drives me crazy? Is when <laughs> ministers, or youth, youth ministers specifically, and i got to throw this at you too because you did it too, um, when they talk about how hot their, how their wives, wives are. are. Oh, yeah. 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 We've, yeah. we've grown up since yeah. then. Yeah. Matt used to do it all the time. Yeah, you did. Um, you probably did, too. I'm, I'm sure. sure I have. Yeah. I think my wife's gorgeous, but... 
it's so cliche. She's not a piece of meat, right? Yeah, she's not. Your wife is a wonderful human. My wife is a better person than any of us in this room combined. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. Um, So follow us on social media at uh, on Twitter um, at Pastors Podcast on Facebook Facebook dot com slash Pastors Podcast Patreon dot com slash Pastors Podcast. Thank you to Scott Drickle. for the music, uh, Nathan Miller West for the logo um, at Namway Design. Uh, hit him up, Facebook and Twitter. Um, and now it's that time where we fire somebody into the sun. <laughs> Don't know who it's going to be either. Um, yeah. So, so any for, any final thoughts before we? Thanks for listening. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks appreciate for your it. feedback and yeah, your love and we appreciate it. Question. Uh, oh my God. When you went to the beach at Michigan? Yes. At, at Lake Michigan. <laughs> no, I was not wearing a speedo. I forgot it. Okay, that helps me picture it a little bit clearer. There you go. Um, what were you wearing? I was wearing jeans and my shirt. Okay, other question. Okay. Did you think about um, the theme song, There's More Than Corn in Indiana and in no, Indiana Beach? I didn't think about that at all. That's the only thing I could think of when you were when you're talking telling yeah. the story. Either. Indiana Beach is a crap. I was in a zen it's moment true. until it's I ran into an old lady driving 20 on an exit ramp. That's why I was okay until I got to that point. And beautiful. Push the button. Idea. Shut up and push the it's button. It's so close to being him. It is. <laughs> I know. It's going to freaking happen, man. It, I'll edit it out. It's <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'll go home and, and like click, click, click. Pokemon, whatever it is. But it's not a bad one. Just, just, just push the button. button, for God's sake. I have so much power. <laughs> power agree. All right, here we go. Push the damn button. Yeah. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, You're the 5, worst. 4, 3, 2, 1. Mark Driscoll. <laughs> he believes in a monster god. Yes, he does. He is a monster. He believes in a god that kickboxes, too, apparently. <laughs>